Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. I am trained in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming, and I enjoy helping people overcome mindset challenges. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes. And for those of you on a platform that supports it, please consider leaving us a rating and a review. Many thanks to each of you who have already done so, and thank you so much for your support of this podcast. Today's topic, the art of concentration, a guide to enhancing mental focus. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to dive into this topic today. I want to ask you a question though. Have you ever found yourself sitting down at work or on some important task only to find out that you have been incredibly distracted for the last 20 minutes with notifications going off and your phone buzzing? You just can't seem to get into flow state. Or maybe you're sitting there, you're getting together your get started energy and your mind just starts to wandering and you start clicking on things on the computer. And 20 minutes later, after taking a look at some of your favorite websites, you're still trying to get started. Or maybe it's one of those situations where you're in the ever elusive rabbit hole of just sort of wasting time and doing some classic procrastination in an effort to gain your thoughts, (laughs) get your get started energy juices going. Whatever the case, you know, our stimuli is always at a peak state, it seems like now with the pace with which we're doing life. And, you know, as I'm talking to other people about this in preparation for the show, they concur. They are definitely in agreement that Being able to concentrate on demand is, in fact, a very sought-after skill set. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How do you get your concentration? How do you sustain it? And how do you fixate to the point where you say, this is what we're going to do, body and mind, and here's some techniques we can use to prevent some of the things that I talked about in the opening. So let's unlock these secrets today together. But before we do that, I want to help you understand that in today's talk, we're going to do it a little different. We're just going to give you five solid tactics that you can deploy tomorrow to give you the discipline necessary for you to sharpen your mental focus and achieve the level of concentration that you desire for the task at hand. So let's start off with number one which is reducing distraction. What this really means is we want to reduce distractions that minimize our external interruptions and other things like this that pull our attention away from the task at hand. And just so you know, fewer distractions create an environment that allows us to sort of sustain attention and improve our concentration. And here's what you do to reduce distractions. You create a dedicated workspace that's free from unnecessary distraction. In my opening, we talked about two device types. We talked about a computer you use for work. We talked about a cell phone. We should be putting each of those in silent mode or for the period of time that we want to concentrate and really focus. If we can't do that, do what a good friend of mine does and take the cell phone and put it in another room 
put it in a drawer, leave it there until the deep work is done or the task at hand is done. If you're at work, I would recommend that you use the former. Put that cell phone on silent and that's one less distraction. With respect to your work computer, disable your notifications or turn your sound off where they don't make noise. And if you got pop-ups like I do, disable those pop-ups. That when you open up that Word document, that spreadsheet, that PowerPoint, whatever it is you're working on, or maybe you're journaling, you won't have anything near you, external to you, that's keeping you from doing what it is you need to do at that time. If you're in an environment where you work from home and you have others in your home, help them understand that when the door is closed, I'm doing deep work. Knock on the door one time softly. That'll let me know that you need to talk to me when I finish. And as soon as I get out of my deep work state, I will come over, come up, whatever the arrangement is in the home and communicate with you. The other thing is set specific times. We do our best work in the morning when they are difficult tasks. If I have to have a difficult conversation with one of my directors, I'm going to do that in the morning. I'm going to get that out of the way as soon as possible so I'm not thinking about it all day and procrastinating and waiting around, this, that, and the other. I'm going to get that done early. We have the greatest amount of creativity, most of us do, in the morning because we're the freshest in the morning. So if you have PowerPoints to do, if you have arithmetic that is associated with your Excel documents, or maybe you need to do some significant writing assignments, do those in the morning. Then you don't have to have the day intervene in such a way where it makes it far more difficult for you to do them in the afternoon when you've gotten kind of fatigued or right after lunch and you got you know, that big meal in your stomach and all the blood is left your brain and go down to your tummy to help process that meal. Yeah, so do that in the morning. Have a time, do it in the morning. Get rid of your distractions. Close your door. Let people understand that when the door is closed, I'm in deep work. That's number one, reducing distraction. Number two, before you even start your day, I recommend that you implement a mindfulness meditation. This involves focusing your attention on the present moment without judgment and allowing your thoughts and sensations just to come and flow freely. If you're really astute, you'll have a journal nearby. And as these things are popping into your head, you'll just jot them down. It's a much better state for you if those thoughts are in the journal instead of rumbling around in your head all day. We know, as a matter of fact, because science has showcased this for about the last 20 years, if you start your day with meditation, there's an 80% likelihood that you will maintain a disciplined mind throughout the course of the day. If there's something that is going to derail you, it's going to have a much harder time because you started your day with meditation. Meditation is like medicine. You know, it reduces mind wandering. It gives you the discipline you need to bring all your faculties together to focus on the task at hand. It enhances your attention and it's constantly training you to understand you at a much higher level. We always say around this particular podcast that self-awareness and emotional awareness 
are two of the cornerstones that we need in our toolkit to be able to do life and do life more abundant. Find a quiet place that's comfortable, free of distractions. If you can, close your eyes and just focus on your breathing, paying attention to the sensations that you're feeling, being really, really present at that time. Feel your bottom in the seat. If you have arms on your chair, feel the pressure that your arms are placing against the chair. And if you have a headrest, really take a moment to note what your head feels like resting on the chair. Get real present. Feel all of the sensations that are going through your body. Be conscious of what you're thinking about. When your mind starts to wander and the thought comes up, if you don't have a journal, you can write it down right quick. Just acknowledge it. Just say, hey, I understand that you're concerned about the network event we've got tomorrow. Just as soon as we get out of meditation, we will think through that together and then go back into your meditation. And this is how you address the thoughts in the absence of a journal. Focus on your breathing. Do this for about 10 minutes. And what you'll find, though, which is super cool, after you've done this for some amount of time, 45 to 60 days, you're going to find that you want to do more than 10 minutes because your life literally changes. Because you're now in a state of mastering your mindset. And all of that mind wandering that holds us back and prevents us from concentrating, that stuff just sort of leaves. The idea of not being able to focus, no, that's gone. You know how to control that environment, that mental environment. When somebody presses a button and you're about to change states from a positive state to a not-so-positive state, you know how to seize the opportunity to go, nope, I've seen this movie before. I know this next act and I don't like it. So I'm going to pass on this one. This is a tremendous tool to implement self-discipline, mental self-discipline, emotional self-discipline in your life. Number three, time management and prioritization. If you've been around the channel for any length of time, you know that I love the Pomodoro technique. In the Pomodoro technique, you use, some people do 20 minutes, some others do 25 minutes. Either way, this is blocked off time, just as we said we want to do, with absolutely no distractions. We work very, very diligently on our task for 20 to 25 minutes. Then we take a short break away from our workstation. Maybe we go outside, get some fresh air, well, before COVID, we were going into the office three days a week. I would tell my coworkers, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a smoke break. And they're like, you don't even smoke. I'm like, I know, but I'm just going outside. But I like to call it smoke breaks. Like they get two of them, 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the evening. And it's like, if you don't smoke, then you don't get them. So I'm like, hey, I don't smoke, but I'm still going to take it because, well, it's authorized. Anyhow, go outside, get a fresh breath of air, do a quick power walk. Let the sun hit your face and your skin for a little while. Take in some of the beauty of nature. Go look at some flowers or listen to some birds chirping. There's so much that you can do outdoors. And just being outdoors in and of itself is very refreshing for most people. Now that you've done that, you've done 25 minutes of work. You've taken a 15-minute break. And now you're going back in. And you're going to do this till you finish your task. And if it's a very long task that you need to span 
over multiple days, then you start utilizing chunking. And you say to yourself, I'm going to do two Pomodoro sessions in the morning, two in the afternoon with a specified time. And I'm going to do that Monday through Wednesday. And at Thursday, I ought to have a draft of my paper, of my document, of my presentation, whatever it is you're working on. Do that four or five times to the extent where it's sort of baked into how you do things. But remember, we still want to utilize mindfulness, start the day off right, and we still want to utilize the tenets that we learned in reducing distraction. Now we're adding time management, prioritization, and specifically the Pomodoro technique to it as an enhancer. From there, we move into number four, which is stress reduction and breathing exercise. A few weeks ago, we did an episode on meditating while working. I would highly encourage that you go and take a listen to that episode also. It's very complimentary. It is performing, if there is such a thing, incredibly well. It seems that a lot of people have gravitated to that episode and it is really performing nicely. Where performing means people are seeing it and utilizing it and it looks like even coming back for a second listen because, I mean, the listenership is through the roof on that. Anyhow, stress reduction and breathing techniques is number four. What we're aiming to do is slow our inhalation and exhalation to calm down the nervous system. Sometime, because of the pace with which we're working, the pace of life, all of the change that is occurring so rapidly, we just find ourselves in a heightened state. And breathing brings us back down where we can focus, where we can be present, where we can channel that energy into what it is that we want to do. So by doing some deep breathing and relaxing the body and the mind, it makes it far easier for us to concentrate and maintain a clear focus. Here's how we do it. If you're at your desk, you can just make sure that your feet are flat on the ground and that are perpendicular to your back and you're sitting up straight. And just put your your hands in your lap, your fingers together, interlace your fingers. And if you can, close your eyes. But if not, breathe in through your nose slowly for five seconds until you feel your chest expand. Then blow out, moving your lips very, very close together, which makes for like resistance or makes it more difficult for you to blow out. Blow out for five seconds and you repeat that process for a minute or two. You can do it for a minute if you're not under high stress. Mild stress is probably more like it. But if you're under high stress, do it for two minutes till you can feel your heart rate or you can sense very, very clearly and distinctly the rise and fall of the stomach, the chest. And you'll notice immediately after that, you can get ultra present after that because you've settled down the nervous system. And this is a fantastic way. For all of us who work in corporate occupations and managerial occupations or anything really that would be considered stressful, do this for one to two minutes depending on your circumstances. It's going to radically reduce your stress. If you have a watch, you're able to see your level of stress. Look at your stress before and then look at your stress after. Expect to see 
a measurable difference. We close out with setting clear goals, which involves specifying what we want to achieve and breaking that down into small bite-sized pieces or manageable tasks that we complete. So often people get into this mode of operation where they can't do what they want to do because there's so much going on in their head and then they're trying to think about this big overarching task and it looks on the surface like there's no way I can do this. Well, we overcome both of those conditions to include the underlying anxiety by breaking this down into smaller pieces. You break it into smaller pieces, now it's like, oh, okay, I can do that today. Thus, now we have our get started energy. What do we do? As we're thinking about the task, the effort, the assignment, whatever the case might be, we want to look at it in its totality. And then we want to take it and break it down into as many pieces that make sense. I always try to break my large tasks into four pieces. If this is a big goal where I'm trying to achieve something for a year, that means I've got three months to complete each component. If it's something that you have to complete inside of a week, then you could utilize the same thing on Monday. You're going to complete 25% Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and by Friday, you have a proper draft. If your timeline is condensed, you got to get it done in two days and you want to break it into fourths. You do 50% Monday, 50% Tuesday. So you got two sessions in the morning, two sessions in the evening. Some people like to use thirds because they don't like the number four for whatever reason. Whatever works. It's totally fine so long as you're breaking it down into manageable pieces that give you comfort that you can get those things done and you can take the actions necessary to complete them in the designated time that you've allotted. That's really all this is about. Today, we had an opportunity to look at five different techniques that we can utilize right now to enhance our concentration, to enhance our mental focus. We started off talking about reducing distraction. Then we went to mindfulness meditation. And from there, we transitioned to time management and prioritization, specifically utilizing the Pomodoro. Then we talked about stress reduction and deep breathing. Then we summed it up with setting clear goals. Family, you can deploy these tactics tomorrow and start reaping the benefits immediately. And our goal for today was simple, to share with you the art of concentration and the guide to enhancing mental focus through these five techniques. If you're doing some of them, fantastic. If you find that your practices are absent some of these, let's do some adoption. Take another look at how you do business. Incorporate the ones that are absent to strengthen your position so that you have the art of concentration and you utilize these five principles to enhance your mental focus. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. And that concludes this episode. I appreciate your time and attention. I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it and you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.